0: You know, you just have to know, guess your strength. And I knew that that's probably going to be my angle. I, I would need to bring the deal to the table because liquidity or or experience or operational experience in that niche just were not yet my my strength or anything that I could, uh, could do. So I thought that's the only way for me to get in. I have to find a deal. So that's why I was kind of attacking it from that angle.
1: What's going on, guys? Today our guest is Katerina Stepanova from M2K Partners. Today we're talking about mobile home park investing, talking about making a transition from turnkey real estate investing to mobile home parks. We talk about a network, a group, an organization that Katerina has built, a free organization for mobile home park investors with a ton of resources. It's, it's shocking that it's free, right? If you are somebody who wants to invest in mobile home parks and you're not doing it yet, and you're not a part of this networking group, you're missing out, I'm telling you. If you wanna join, she tells you how to do that in this interview. So just keep, you know, stick with us. You're gonna learn how to join. I've attended a few of the calls and they are fantastic. I highly recommend tuning in. And if, you, like I said, if you wanna get into mobile home park investing, either passively or actively, there's so much knowledge in this group that just show up, be friendly, participate, and you're gonna learn so many things. You're gonna get so many opportunities in the mobile home park space. And if you keep listening, you're gonna learn how to Katarina's group. If you're new to the show, first time listening, take a second, go to your favorite podcasting app, look up the Passive Wealth Strategy Show, give us a subscribe, that way you'll get every new episode delivered straight to your mobile device every Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday. Also, if you're new to the show and you're an Apple user and you do enjoy it, please take a minute, go to the Apple Podcasts app, give us a quick rating and review, five stars if you don't mind. That helps us get higher in Apple's rankings. It helps other people learn about the show. I see your comments. I really appreciate it. I really appreciate it that you guys are out there learning, participating, and growing your wealth passively alongside us. That is what we're here to do. And if you give us a quick rating or interview, other people are going to learn these great lessons too. And that's what it's all about. If you can do the show, I'm your host, Taylor Lote. I'm a real estate investor, a real estate syndicator. I buy real estate with passive investors and split the return. I don't have any mobile home park investments yet, but shoot, that might change with all this knowledge that I'm picking up through Katarina's group through this interview today. Without any further ado, here we go with Katarina Stepanova. Katarina, thank you for joining us today.
0: Thank you, Taylor. I'm really excited to be on with you today.
1: Hey, you. I'm excited to talk with you. It's been a couple of years since we met at a conference and I've been attending uh, your meetup from time to time online throughout COVID, which has been fantastic. For our listeners out there who don't know about you and your background, can you tell us a bit about what you do in real estate?
0: Sure, sure, absolutely. Well, um, Katerina Stepanova, I'm the part of M2K Partners. Uh, my partners and myself, we are owners and operators of mobile home communities uh, that are located throughout the United States. Our, even though we are, I'm in New York, my partner is in Atlanta, another one is in L.A., uh, our parks are anywhere <laughs> but the state. so uh, we own and operate communities that are in Florida, Michigan, Arizona, and my partner owns some in Alabama as well, so we are all over the place, and I think that's part of our, um, you know, thing that we search for the very best deals wherever they are, and we follow them. So I'm also, as you mentioned, I'm the host and the organizer of MHP Tribe. That is a community on Facebook. And uh, we host uh, monthly meetups with guests and weekly tribe calls, community calls, where we do workshops on different topics. So, yeah, and that's me. So I've been doing this for uh, just a few years now.
1: Awesome. And we're going to dive more into (laughs) the MHP Tribe a little bit later. For now, was was there any, were you a real estate investor before you started investing in mobile home parks or were mobile home parks your first uh, foray into mm-hmm. real estate investing?
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, at first I think it was, uh, I, I would say this was the start of my real estate career, even though I didn't realize that it was. When I was immigrating from Russia to, to United States, I left my uh, apartment there. So while I was uh, here, it was rented and my mom was actually my first property manager, so (laughs) to speak. So it worked out so well that I uh, really enjoyed it. I thought, you know what? I need to do the same thing here. So when I was researching how would I get started, what kind of uh, real estate investment I could do... Because of the prices, of course, in New York City, I started looking out of state and I was reading a lot and listening to a lot of podcasts, Bigger Pockets was just my favorite. And then I found uh, out that there are such thing as turnkey investment. So I purchased my first property in uh, Memphis that was a single family home. In the course of just six months, I was... um, lucky enough I, I'm saying lucky because you know this is turns out to be a good story so I was lucky <laughs> enough to have to have two evictions subsequently wow. so so it turned out to be like so bad that I had to really turn into multi-family because you have to you have to really figure out how to Protect yourself going forward because one tenant, one eviction, 100% vacancy, and I just could not stomach that. And I, so I started to research another niche which would allow me to have more units, more residents. So that's how I came across uh, mobile home parks. First, of course, I looked at the multi-family apartment buildings. And quickly realized how competitive the niche is, how low the cap rates are, and all this—you know—all these things that people know. Kind of hard to get into it. And a few years back, mobile home parts was still very, not very much known. So I thought, you know what, I could uh, see myself. Probably doing this and having success at it because, again, with my background formerly in advertising and marketing, I thought, you know what, I could probably market direct to owners and I could probably have luck with that and success with that. And well, that turned out to be working. So <laughs> so that is why I'm saying kind of that from that story, from a single family turnkey property in Memphis to mobile home parks, I'm saying it the bad turned into good. So,
1: <laughs> Well, we talk about turnkeys uh, on this show from time to time. I've never bought one myself. I do know folks who are having success with that strategy. Mm-hmm. But there are obvious downsides, uh, like you said, about having one tenant and one property. If they stop paying or, you know, you have to evict them, that's 100% vacancy. Yeah. That is a very, uh, a very major downside. I, I'd like to understand, like, why, I guess, what pushed you that route in the first place? Was it, did it just, was it the allure of, like, passive income? I, I don't know. What drove Yeah. That?
0: Yeah, no, definitely, Taylor. For me, I... Wanted to um, have my, well, financial independence, kind of passive cash flow. I wanted to have my business as well. So I was really attracted to the idea of having, you know, living the American dream here (laughs) and, and, and having my own business. So I, and. I believe that it was possible. I was just trying to find the best tools for me to achieve that, and I really liked real estate. Again, from my brief experience, even back in Moscow, how you can have a tenant and they pay your mortgage, and and they, you have some extra left. So that sounded really attractive. I thought, you know, there is no better place to do it, and I heard that people were doing it quite successfully. So I thought that I have to give it a shot. <laughs> so.
1: Well that's uh, that's great. A lot of a lot of people don't, you know, take even take that first step to get started and then, you know, they might have a setback on that first one and even more people that get started will just give up after that first setback and just say how oh, real estate's not for me rather than pushing through it and finding a solution. What year was that you bought the turnkey? I don't want to belabor that too much. Just want to set the stage here.
0: I think uh, that was probably 4 years ago. Okay. Okay. Maybe, maybe just a, a little bit four and a half, somewhere there.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. And you ended up selling that off, I assume?
0: No, I actually still have it. Oh, wow. I, <laughs> I, uh, I got to change the property manager. Uh, and yeah, and I still, still own it. I couldn't sell it because if I were to sell it so quick, I would have been just barely breaking even on, uh, you know, what I put in. I couldn't have it. Like, no, I have to push through it. <laughs> yeah. So I kept it.
1: So you in getting started and, and making that transition into mobile home parks you said you figured you could leverage your professional background in advertising and marketing to get started there what did, what did you do to you know leverage that experience and, mm-hmm. and get into mobile home parks how did you mm-hmm. do
0: that Well I took a course in mobile home park Academy on on just uh, what a mobile home parks about and how to uh, prospect for, for, for leads, uh, how to market to owners. And I was building my own database and then I started doing mailing and uh, cold calls and everything that goes into it. And I think, you know, you just have to know, guess your strength. And I knew that that's probably going to be my angle I, I would need to bring the deal to the table because liquidity, or or experience, or operational experience in that niche just were not yet uh, my my strength or anything that I could uh, could do. So I thought that's the only way for me to get in. I have to find the deal. So that's why I was kind of attacking it from that angle. And uh, yeah, and you just from from experience, also from marketing, and uh, not just that, but also from sort of project management experience, you understand that you just have to set up your processes and systems and just follow through and it will take time. But eventually, if you are consistent enough, you will have success at it.
1: Nice. Nice. So in closing that first deal, how did you, how did you take it down? Like, um, did you close on it yourself? Did you Uh, spin it off to someone else to, you know, make it like an assignment fee or anything on it? Like, what did you, what did you do? Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, Taylor, as we were talking, uh, so when I, while I was in academy and just a little after that, we were having a little bit of mastermind group uh, post-academy. So there I found my partner, current partner, Matt Bettinger. He's uh, in Atlanta. And then as we were So we found the deal. We found the deal and we were getting closer to closing and then we uh, needed a liquidity partner. So we were kind of searching again in our network. Uh, We found Nick Villanueva. He's out of California. And so there were three of us, uh, the principals, and then we... uh, we invited a few other partners, so this was a joint venture deal. Uh, our first deal is in California, uh, is, I'm sorry, in Florida. It's a 42 uh, Space Park in Pensacola MSA, and uh, yeah, and that's we that's how we did it. And and I was also mentioned uh, to you. Good uh, deals—the deals that provide really good return and where you can, you know, our model is, you know, we really aiming to double our investment in a in a in a course of two to three years. The shorter, the better, of course. But it was just so hard to find the deals that would match that criteria that. On the path of us finding our first deal, we were actually, we wholesaled one deal and kind of referred one out. I'm just saying referred one out. It also closed, but we just didn't get any assignment fee for (laughs) it. So we were just so kind of green in in the mobile home park space that we just referred it out. It closed and everything worked out. So two other deals closed before ours. Wow.
1: (laughs) But you kept you kept moving, which is uh, and and yeah. getting a lot of experience and looking at those deals. And you know, something I always wonder, especially with mobile home parks now and and through COVID, you know, they've gotten so popular, and it's that's not for no reason. You know, it's not not for bad reasons either. But when an asset class gets very popular like that, there tends mm-hmm. to be, I don't want to say irrational exuberance, but people overestimating how easy it is to own and operate that particular asset. Are there any, you know, major misconceptions that you see in the mobile home park space now, or, um, you know, major, maybe major misconceptions that you had yourself going into it before acquiring that first property? Like, you know, what are some of those tough lessons Mm -hmm. out there?
0: Well, I think uh, with the mobile home parks, more so than, With apartment buildings, you have to really know how to perform due diligence on utilities because utilities can be city utilities. They can be also private utilities, but for utility lines are mostly principals or operators' responsibility, owners' responsibility. So you have to really know how to do the due diligence because issues with infrastructure can really take you down. It can cost you a lot of money and it can definitely break your budget uh, and break the deal. There are many red flags, of course, that you can, you know, you can uh, find as as you look into mobile home parks. Talking about private utilities, you know, the, it's a very possible that you may have a park on wells. You know, septic's of course, it's very common. Then it can be wastewater treatment plant. You know, God forbid you have some, a park on lagoon. But <laughs> I'm saying this, i not not our preference, but there are people who actually know how to. Uh, operate those so you have to just really know your utilities again we purchased the park a year ago it was a master metered electricity we had to submit it so there is there is a lot of you know moving parts and there are a lot of things that you have to do when you go into the deal you have to know what this means and not just grab any mobile home park because it's a mobile (laughs) home park and it's it's so hot right now so yeah i think you have to be just be aware (laughs)
1: That's that's wild. Uh, A master metered mobile home park. So for electricity. So where the owner is paying the entire electricity bill and presumably in that before you acquired it, they weren't billing back any of that electricity. They were just picking the whole tab up.
0: No, they they will be linked back, but uh, well, guess what? The lines and everything is Park's responsibility until you until you convert and submit her. So, and this is this could be also this is a lot of liability. Uh, you have to keep in mind when you buying. and if anything goes wrong, yeah, you just have to be aware of the consequences.
1: <laughs> gotcha. This is something that I? I suppose harp on a lot for for newer real estate investors and even experienced ones is the importance of networking consistently, you know, in places with experienced people and you know we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about your group and your you know organization the incredible value that you're offering to people for for free which is you know incredible it's crazy you're not going to find this value anywhere right but Thank you. Can you tell us a bit about your your group, MHP tribe, what you do, you know, and you know, give yeah. give people uh, an intro, please.
0: Yeah, sure. Well, uh, MHV Tribe uh, again is it's, a, it's a, a group on Facebook, uh, and Tribe recently voted that we need to go private, so we now a private group on a Facebook. But you know, you just answer questions, just answer them, and um, if, <laughs> if the answers make sense, we'll admit you, and you can come to our uh, to our weekly calls. Uh, these weekly calls we do. They usually have a theme. So this quarter, uh, Q1 of 2021, we have a theme of turnaround projects. Uh, this theme came because we finished, uh, I think it was Q3, we were doing a ton of evaluations on the parks, just case studies after case study, looking at them from you know back and forth from all different angles. Then we did a quarter on due diligence. So we talked uh, in depth about on-site, off-site, uh, due diligence on private utilities, due diligence, financial due diligence, um, like all sorts of things that you need to cover, third-party reports, everything that you need to know. So now we are officially uh, so to speak ter- uh, completed takeover <laughs> uh, a theoretical takeover of the park and now we are discussing a turnaround project so as i was mentioned we were uh, we started with management turnaround now we are on submitting topic and then we're going into infill and rehabs and everything that goes into it so whatever project you need to complete in the park we are going to be covering so we have uh, amazing mentors and in the in the group that uh help contribute knowledge who are uh, owners operators they just come and they just really been an incredible resource of information for for anyone newbies young you know early young operators <laughs> like myself so and we contribute and just it's kind of crowdsource knowledge and yeah and that's that's how we do it. And once a month, we have a guest on just some separate topic, and we meet there. We meet new people who then hopefully then turn into our community members and yeah, that's how we roll
1: awesome well, I, you know i I think, like I said, that's a incredible amount of value that you know anywhere else you might pay i mean legitimately thousands of dollars for access to those kinds of experts and you know weekly masterminds and. You know that kind of that kind of experience, and you know, I attended one of your sessions over the the Christmas holiday of of twenty twenty, where your speaker had, if memory serves, he had owned six thousand pads all on his own, or with like mm. very few investors. Mike Conlon. Is, yeah, that was yeah. a a, a yeah. great the, a great event. I mean, impressive. Yeah, his,
0: yeah yeah. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, so no, uh, we we definitely lucky to have uh, once a month. We have well this coming week actually in february we have jimmy johnson who is the uh, mobile home park wholesaler like he wholesale 26 parks in the past i think just a handful of like few years couple of years maybe so he is really up to some some great things so we are having a conversation with him trying to pick his brain on how best do marketing for the parks and so on so yeah you know we're lucky to have great speakers
1: well, that's awesome. I think you're, like I said, I think you're, you're doing a, a great job with it. And you know, most niches don't have something exactly like this, especially for free. Like I said, you know, it's, some of these things can cost quite a bit to get into and be involved with. Um, when are you said weekly meetings and then monthly meetings? Do you Monday. have like a s- typical time Monday? What time?
0: Seven thirty p.m. Eastern.
1: Seven thirty p.m. Eastern.
0: P.m. Eastern. Mm-hmm. And the links are in a Facebook group, so it just they are they they are published weekly. <laughs> nice. So you register and you just have access to the Zoom every Monday and just come.
1: <laughs> awesome, that's MHP uh, tribe. MHP tribe on
0: MHP tribe. On, oh. on Facebook. Yep, it's a group on Facebook. Mm-hmm.
1: Awesome. Well, that's that's great. I think it's great. You're putting that out there once again, and you know for especially for newer investors or who want to get involved. I think networking is so incredibly critical, particularly if you can be in a room with very experienced, very knowledgeable people. That's that's all for the better. So that's uh, that's awesome. Yeah.
0: No. That and no. It's 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 especially. It's especially great that we have those people coming, just completely, you know, contributing their time. They, there is no obligation again. There is no pay. They just come and they share. And I think this is because we just really, just we really enjoy our business. That's the bottom line. We really do, and we want to make sure that we will do better business together. So there is no downside to 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 us meeting and sharing with each other. So that's how we view it.
1: <laughs> awesome. Well, right now we're going to take a quick break for our sponsor. All right, Katerina, I've got three questions. I ask every guest on the show. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right, great. First one, what is the best investment you ever made other than in your education?
0: Oh well, I think I think I made a really good investment when I well, education, that's well, I I think then it was a good investment when I spent time on my partnership. I know it kind of maybe sound a little off, but I think this is a always great investment when you invest in people. There is I strongly believe in partnership. That always my preference to do business with other other people. And I think this is always, you know, you may say, "Hey, MHP Tribe," I think this is a this will turn out to be one of my best investments, because um, in relationships, our business is all relationships. So I think this probably is one of the best investments you can make.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We had the best investment. Now we go to the worst investment. What is the worst investment you ever made?
0: Yeah. Uh, well, I think you know, financially, I would say probably. Buying, you know, if I were to do it again, I wouldn't do it the same way. So I purchased co-op in New York City. <laughs> I mm. think there is not much you can do with it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's pretty much it's it's a it's a, it, yeah it, it's a sell. You cannot really uh, do much with it. You have to go traditional loan. You cannot be creative with it at all. So I think investing in co-op. Co-ops are uh, good for a uh, somewhat lower point of entry. It doesn't require so much capital, but uh, it also doesn't give you any flexibility. So if you were thinking about investing, you would and you in the market similar to New York or maybe I don't know wherever else uh, co-ops may be present, I would always say, you know, choose something that will allow you for maximum flexibility. As smart people say, think about your exits and how many possible uh, things you can do with your property. So I would say, yeah, co-op in New York is probably not the the best.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Good to know. My favorite question here at the end of the show is, what is the most important lesson you've learned in business and investing?
0: Well, I think the most important lesson is uh, you don't fail unless you stop trying you have to just keep the, the way out is the way through. <laughs> so you always have to keep moving forward. I think that's that's the lesson
1: that I learned. Nice, nice. I love it. Well, Katarina, thank you for joining us today, teaching us about your experience in mobile home park investing and for putting and building that great network out there that folks can join. If folks want to reach out, if they want to get in touch with you, if they want to join the network, what have you, where can they do that? Yeah.
0: Well, Taylor, they can uh, always find me on MHP Tribe, and they can find me uh, on LinkedIn, Katarina Stepanova, and my MHP investment group is m2kpartners.com, and they can find us there as well.
1: Awesome. Awesome. Great. Well, thank you once again for joining us today. To everybody out there, thank you for tuning in. If you're enjoying the show, please leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It's very much appreciated and helps other people learn about the show. If you know anyone who could use a little bit more passive wealth in their lives, please share the show with them and bring them into the tribe. Thank you for tuning in once again. Hope you have a great rest of your day and we'll talk to you on the next one. Bye-bye. Thank you.